Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Hey, don't forget to download, subscribe, share this podcast because you know that's what you want to do. And while you're at it, make sure you listen each weekday, 3 to 7, to the Charlie James Show on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. I would certainly appreciate that. I guess the first time that I heard the phrase NIMBY, N-I-M-B-Y, was from a George Carlin comedy skit where he was talking about how people want social programs, how people want affordable housing, about how people want prisons, about how people want drug rehab shelters and, 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 and alcohol rehab shelters, but they don't want it in their backyard. That's what NIMBY stands for, not in my backyard. Of course, here we are many years later, and we realize that George Carlin, rest his soul, was just like many other liberal Democrats. He was a hypocrite. Oh, sure, he could stand up on stage and talk about people not having these things in his backyard, but where did he live? Did George Carlin live in a diverse neighborhood in New York City? Did George Carlin have a, 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 a walk-up flat in Chicago? No, George Carlin lived in a sprawling mansion, estate really, in Los Angeles before moving to Venice Beach. Now, his home in Los Angeles had plenty of room for guests, and of course it had an Olympic-sized swimming pool and with a built-in hot tub, which is always a nice thing to do. Now, I'm not one to um, uh, disparage people in their ability to gain wealth. In fact, I'm all for it. But to make your living as the everyday man while living in a not-so-everyday home is hypocritical. Another great hypocrite that we have out there is Howard Stern. Howard Stern proclaimed himself for many, many years to be the man of the people, the voice of the people. That's right. The self-proclaimed king of all media was just that guy from Queens who was on the radio show talking like everybody else from Queens talked. Well, since moving to Martha's Vineyard in the Hamptons, Howard Stern has obviously changed his tune. That's exactly what approximately $400 million in Sirius XM stock will do to a fella, as well as his previous $20 million a year contracts when he was uh, on radio in New York and nationally syndicated. You see, Democrats inherently are hypocrites. It's the hypocrisy that really conservatives can't understand. You see, now, we have heard for how many years now? about sanctuary cities here in the United States, how all of these communities are welcoming to illegal immigrants. Oh, come to our city. We, you will be welcomed here. That's right. We're not going to turn illegal immigrants over to ICE. We're going to give them sanctuary here. San Francisco, Chicago, L.A. In fact, the entire state of California, even North Charleston, South Carolina, is now considered a sanctuary community mainly because of their ridiculously liberal uh, sheriff that they have there. But I digress. So liberals have been talking about their sanctuary cities for a long time because it's never affected them. 
I remember it was last year. My wife and I were up in um, Stonington Borough, Connecticut, Stonington, Stonington Borough area. And we were looking around, had this great little uh, place there called Noah's that we like to frequent. And there in the middle of Stonington Borough, there was a sign that said, Black Lives Matter. And I looked at my wife and I looked around and I said, well, they certainly don't matter here. Because I haven't seen a single African-American in this community for the entire time that we have been here. Not one. And then you would go to some of the tourist traps, like some of the, uh, the, the lobster houses and things like that. And that's where they would be. But they were not part of that community, you see. The hypocrisy is deafening in New England. So now we go to New York City. New York City, a self-proclaimed sanctuary city. They were open for anybody and everybody. And you remember it wasn't long ago. They were screaming about, oh, the Statue of Liberty on the base of the Statue of Liberty. It reads, bring me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. We're a nation built on immigrants. Oh, 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 we've got to let them in. So what happened? Well, they started coming in. And they weren't just stopping in places like Brownsville or Eagle Pass, Texas or, or, or Yuma, Arizona or Phoenix. They weren't stopping there. All of a sudden, the Biden administration started transporting these illegal aliens to other parts of the country. Now, as long as it was in Iowa, they didn't care. Arkansas, who cares? Nobody's worried about that. But then they started showing up in places like the Big Apple of Chicago, the windy city of Chicago, and a place where you never want to take your heart, San Francisco. Now, there's a problem. There's a very serious problem. Eric Adams is now screaming about the amount of illegal aliens that are in New York. Uh, former Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot was screaming about the amount of illegal aliens that were in her city. Eric Adams in New York says he doesn't see an end to this problem. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just in Venezuela, now we're in Ecuador, now we're in Russian speaking coming through Mexico, now we're in uh, Western Africa, now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. You get that? It's a problem that is not going to go away. Now, this wasn't a problem, like I said before, in Brownsville or Eagle Pass or McAllen, Texas. It wasn't a problem then in Yuma, Arizona, but it was only until these illegal aliens started coming to the Big Apple that there was a problem. Eric Adams even addressed his obvious hypocrisy. Because critics on the right have noted that New York City is a sanctuary city and this migrant crisis comes with that territory. So what do you say to those who think uh, you relinquish your right to complain about the stresses it places on your city because of that? 
Well, I, I think that those comments coming from those far-right Trump-like Republicans who are continue to try to distort the reality uh, that uh, we do not have real immigration reform, uh, that we should allow a true decompression strategy, uh, protect our borders in the right way, and make sure that when you look at this city, the status of uh, righteous shelter, uh, no one who created this uh, decades ago uh, took into account that we were talking about uh, hundreds of thousands of people potentially coming to coming to the city. What do you mean we couldn't see this happening? We told you it was going to happen. Conservatives have been screaming about this for years now, and you didn't listen. And now all of a sudden, it's a problem. You see, that's the way the Democrats are. It's never a problem until it affects them. remember, and it wasn't that long ago, the governor, Ron DeSantis, put a bunch of illegal aliens on buses and sent them up to Martha's Vineyard, another self-proclaimed um, sanctuary community. Well, what happened? I, I swear, I remember the media screaming about this. I remember the media even threatening, uh, and some uh, Democrats in, in, in government were actually threatening to arrest Ron DeSantis for kidnapping. I believe Gavin Newsom was one of those people who was screaming about that. But once these immigrants arrived in Martha's Vineyard, what happened? Did they find them housing? Did they put them up? No, they didn't. They opened a church sanctuary, well, the church dining hall, and they hosted them there. Oh, yes, they had lovely cots for them to sleep in. Oh, yes, they fixed them some food. And then what did they do? They packed them on that bus and they got them the hell out of there. In less than 48 hours, these immigrants who arrived in Martha's Vineyard were gone. They were packed and out of those people's hair. The hypocrisy of the left knows no bounds. Even the biddies on The View said that Illegal immigrants in New York and Chicago and Martha's Vineyard need to be relocated. It puts tremendous stress on, on, on a city, on a community, on the social services. They need to be resettled elsewhere. They need, right? to, they need to be out. So what does she mean relocated? Where do you re relocate illegal aliens? Well... I'm pretty sure in her mind, she's got several places already picked out, and none of them affect her. None of them affect her lifestyle. None of them affect her community. She wants them to go to places like, I don't know, Muncie, Indiana, or Topeka, Kansas, or places like that. Where she really wants these folks to go are red states, Birmingham, Alabama, Baymanet, Mississippi, Anywhere in Louisiana, South Carolina, Georgia, it doesn't matter. Just get them out of here and send them to a red state where I don't have to be bothered with them, where I don't have to look at them, where they're not using my resources, the resources that I depend on. Hmm. I'm telling you what. The 
statement by Malcolm X is absolutely true. He said that the most hideous thing, I'm paraphrasing here, the most hideous being on the planet is the white liberal. Because the white liberal always comes at you at a point of, we're trying to help you. And that's always the way they do, every single time. I mean, you remember when Joe Biden was talking with Charlemagne the God, and, and he had the audacity to say something like, uh, if you don't know if to vote for uh, Donald Trump or me, then you ain't black. It's pretty amazing that Charlemagne the God didn't really rake his ass over the coals for that statement, but he did kind of let it slide, didn't he? Because he wanted Joe Biden to win. I think the folks on the left are now fully seeing, although they will not admit it, just how hypocritical they are. They never think that, that, that people of color can survive without them. They're the ones. They are the great saviors, you see. There is no way an African-American has the wherewithal to go get a license or any identification to vote. What, are you kidding me? Amy Horowitz did a wonderful, wonderful um, report on this. Do you have an opinion on voter ID laws? Uh, yeah, they're usually pretty racist and <laughs> they're bad. I think voter ID laws are a way to perpetuate racism. Would you say they're, would you go as far as to say they're, they're, those laws are racist? For sure. Do you think it suppresses the uh, African-American vote? Definitely. Uh, because they're less likely to have state IDs. Minority voters are less likely to have the kinds of IDs that have been um, described or required. These type of people don't live in areas with easy access to DMVs or other places where they can get identification. You can always get IDs um, over the internet. Does that also would, uh, make it difficult for, for black people in particular? Yeah, you have to have access to the internet. You have to be able to pay an internet service provider for certain fees. Do you think that's harder for black people to go online? Well, I feel like they don't have the knowledge of how, of like, how it works. Like, a lot of people have smartphones, but you might not have data. For most of the communities, they don't really know what is out there just because they're not aware or like right. they're not informed. I also think there's a repression of like black voting with um, how they, how if you're a convicted felon, like you're not allowed to vote and everything. And when you look at swing states like Florida, that's a huge population of the, of the like African Americans. Now I'm here in East Harlem to ask black people their thoughts on what you just heard. Do you have ID normally? You carry ID around? Yes, I have state ID. Do you carry ID? Yes, I do. Do you know anybody who, any black person doesn't carry ID? No. Everyone that I know has an ID. Why would they think we don't have ID? <laughs> That's a lie. Why would you say that? Do you have ID? Yes. Because I have my ID and my friends have their ID, so like, we know what we need to carry around. Yeah, everybody that I know have ID. Like, that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with, an ID. Do you know any black adult who does not have ID? No, I don't. Is it a weird thing to even say that? Yes, it is. What is this, some, some type of uh, trick candy camera? I know, like that? right? <laughs> That's the only thing I brought with me. Those are legit, yeah. legit IDs. I heard a lot also that uh, black people can't figure out how to get to the DMV. Really? Is that, that, what does that say to you? I know it's that, it's on 25th Street. Do you know where the ID, the, the DMV is around you? It's on 125th Street and 3rd Avenue, I believe. You know where to get there? Yeah. Did you have a problem? Of course African Amer Americans in New York knew where to get an ID. Of course all African Americans know where to get an ID, but it's the Democrat Party. It's the great white liberal that is going to save them, especially the owls, the old white liberals. They're the ones that really they're so riddled with white guilt 
that they have to go save someone. It's not about equity or equality. It's about superiority. That's the way these people think. They are superior. Because we helped you, we are superior. I said it before, and I will say it again many, many times. The average white liberal is the most racist person in this country. You want to see real racism? Go look at what happened in Martha's Vineyard. Go look at what's happening in New York City. Look what's happening in Chicago. That's it. But it gets even worse than that because now they're paying illegal immigrants to come to this country. $2,200 per family unit. Now, these illegal immigrants have already figured this out. Hey, you got a dad and you've got a wife. You've got a young boy and a young girl. The dad takes the boy. He's a family unit. The mom takes the girl. They're a family unit. Now, combined, they get $4,400 a month in taxpayer money. How about that? In fact, they're living in hotels in New York City City, that are being paid, that are owned by foreign countries, like Pakistan. Do you think Pakistan is going to turn down all of that taxpayer money that they're getting to house illegal immigrants? Of course not. The Roosevelt Hotel in New York is paying the uh, is paying this Pakistani company seventy three million dollars a year to house illegal immigrants. Mayor Adams, you want to look at where the problem is? It's not with the Republicans. It's with the party that is funding all of this illegal immigration. And now, the chickens have come home to roost. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.